Hello and welcome to Beats, Rhymes and Life podcast. I'm Shakira. I'm Ash. Live in the cut, you got the one and only Riz. <laughs> and it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been it's too been long. It's lockdown time. stuff. It's, it's not really been my portion, man. Where are we at with lockdown? Like eight weeks? Yeah, it feels like fucking a century at this point. I've lost track of time, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, I'm trying to find it again. I definitely lost track. I've been in like a, a mist of evil, looking after my son and just everything that goes along with that. Being online on PS4 or studying or listening to music, like literally, I saw I lost like two days last week. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, no, couldn't tell you what happened. Last week went quick though. Last week went so, so quick. I blinked and it was Friday again. Yeah, same. Uh, so, so where do we want to start off in regards to just a little quick catch up of, um, I would say, stuff that's kind of come out, or do you want to start with what's been going on currently? I'm not going to lie, I'm feeling the vibrations in the air this morning. I woke up feeling like extra. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie, I kind of wanted to get the bad news out of the way because there's been a lot of bad news. Yeah, let's let's start there. Um, obviously, Little Richard... Um, I'm not sure whether or not it was COVID-related, but um, passed away, I think, Saturday morning or late Friday, depending on what time. But yeah, like in terms of that, like, tutti-frutti, obviously there's always that, that question mark over really who was the originator of rock and, that, that rock and roll sound. Well, it damn sure wasn't Elvis. It damn sure wasn't Elvis. <laughs> um, we know that yeah, like, much. We know at least that much. Yeah, whether it's Little Richard or Chuck Berry or whoever, you know, like, he was absolutely integral. So, yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, uh, for, for, for a lot of the younger people, they wouldn't have really translated. But obviously, when you grow up around your grandparents, I'm not going to lie, my grand was a super big Elvis fan. So it was like, it was kind of weird when I did my own research. But I was like... This is this is interesting. Because obviously Elvis is like the great white hope, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> My grand had an Elvis picture in the living room. That's how bad it was. Like a big portrait of Elvis in the middle of the living room growing up. So yeah. Yeah. Um another person that's unfortunately passed is Ty. Um UK rapper Ty. He has been on our show before. He's been in the industry for many, many years and is somebody that's you know held a hand out for people and really opened doors for people throughout his entire career um you know we heard that he was sick about a month or two ago now and yeah, you kind of just assume that everyone kind of like you know if they haven't passed that's kind of okay yeah hair just out of the blue that he he, he, he passed um, like i'm not gonna lie i fucked up my day man like because you know when you're just like the last thing you're expecting to hear? Yeah, I can't lie to you, like, I looked at your message, Ash, and I was just like, I, I was stuck there just for a minute, like, just like, what? Like, I, no, that fucked me up, I can't even lie. It's obviously, you see now, like, obviously, a lot of people that would have encountered him or had relationships with him, like, even, like, there's people that I didn't know that worked with him, like, my bridge and um, Jay Exodus, like, he does a lot of, like, Motown tribute. Like, he was, like, a part of an official Motown tribute band. Mm. And it's, like, he worked closely with him. He featured, you know, the show that he said for Up and Car. Like, he 
be performed there. And so yeah. I saw like a load of people that like had touched or come into contact with him. And it's like just interesting seeing everyone saying pretty much the same sentiments that he was like a proper genuine guy. And even when we sat down with him for the little bit of time that we did, like you kind of know when someone's kind of like in a position where it's not necessarily about them, but they know that their legacy is just as important by obviously sharing that platform with other yeah. artists. So yeah, that was really sad. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, the, you know, that, that's the general consensus is that he was just such an amazing guy. Like and always there to try and help different people and loads of different people just talking about how he helped them with this or that and what he did for them. And it's just, it's crazy to think that he's just gone. You're going to be missed, man. Yeah, it kind of, it's one of those things, you know, when it makes you wish like, oh, maybe that like, we could have got that conversation earlier or something. Not yeah. even that, it's just the fact that obviously, you know, we've been doing the guest thing, so we've been splitting it. And then obviously he turned up a little bit later as well, which wasn't really like ideal. So we only got to sit, sit down with him in about 40, 40 minutes, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Would, definitely wasn't enough time. So even when we was on the, like, in the car on the way back, it was just like, we need to get you in again type of vibe. I'm just not going to get the opportunity, unfortunately. Rest in peace, type. And one last one. Thankfully, the last one right now, because this has been a... A rough never ending um, yeah. people in general. Um, Andre Harrell, um, yeah. uh, King of Uptown Records, passed. Um, and that one that hit that, that really hit for me because you know, I woke up late yesterday as well. I woke up at like 11 o'clock, yeah, so I'm sitting there and I'm just like, no, nah, not again, bro. Like, this is taking it's place. horrible, it's really horrible. I feel like every time I blink. I'm finding out someone else has passed away and I was just like, God, it's exhausting. Do you know what the worst thing about it is? Because yeah, like, like, for those that like, like, haven't had anyone close to them pass or not, like, dealing with death in normal circumstances is hard enough, let alone knowing that like, 30,000 people and rising are obviously going through the same thing. And it's mm. like a collective sense of grief and it's hard to keep your energies up when you've got you got a soldier on it. Yeah. That's if anything about humans, we're resilient, innit? Yeah, and on that yeah. note, um, we can talk about keeping the vibes up and stuff. Man, yeah, man. Last, last night, Erica Badu and Jill Scott with their versus battle, which wasn't really oh. a battle. Their... It was not a battle at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was and, not a know, battle. Man. Nobody was keeping score. Honestly, when, no, when they stopped, the last one, when they said this is my last one, I was like, what is that 20 tracks already? Do you know what was really interesting for me? Yeah, is like I look at um the fact that a lot I feel a lot of people like are uh, like hype beasts in regards to the whole neo soul thing, innit? Like, yeah, and like we've got to that age where it's like we are transition into that next phase of life and obviously we're trying to you know promote like certain living habits and you know all of that good positive energy and stuff and it's just like for me it was like a culmination of all of those things that i've been talking about for the last really last year. night yeah playing <laughs> I'll get your lighters out. <laughs> <laughs> it 
was like a proper celebration. No, do you know what? It was so nice. It was so, so nice. And I think it was, it was what we needed at this time. moment, yeah. Like, especially with the week that we've had with the losses and stuff, Mm -hmm. I think it was just nice. It was just nice. And then even like the energy exchange between the two of them was nice. Like, Jill Scott is such a sweetie. She is actually such a sweetheart. She's a sex bomb. That's what she is. I was going to say. That's what, <laughs> I, that's what I was going with it, but yeah. <laughs> like I was, I was talking on the timeline about um, like a lot of men don't actually like to own certain things, but there's certain like women that just have magical powers, and I think those are two women that have oh, absolutely man absolutely. have magical. Like for me, yeah, like I don't like to admit it, but on a couple of occasions, I've probably been laughed at my pants in it. Like where a girl just super funny. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're doing unspeakable things. But they have different energy, different energy. Speak for yourself, bro. Huh? I say, speak for yourself on the laughing. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm have, yeah, I'm not into all of that spiritual energy chakra fur diet business. But yeah, man, that was like, do you know? I can't even say it reminded me. But the only thing I can feel that was similar in terms of like an energy type thing. Was um, when I saw Pete Rock and CL Smooth, and they did they were mm-hmm. over you. That was like there was like an energy in the room, and that's the only way mm-hmm. I can describe how last night was. Like I'm sitting there listening or whatever, and I was like, oh, do I carry on studying? Do I play PS4? Am I gonna cut off this live because it's pissing me off because it's starting late? Like, and then glad just stayed up in it. And then before I knew it, it was three thirty or four a.m. or something. I'd done another conversation, and I was just mad emotional. Like, at the end, when they were like, oh, because Erica dropped off because her phone died. Yeah. Your play crossed my mind. And then when yeah. Erica came back on, she was like, oh, no, I'm done. I'm past it. Like, past that moment. And then she got a message. I was so upset Swiss. when she said that she wasn't going to play it anymore. Yeah. And then she got a message from Swiss saying that um, Andre Harrell had, was looking forward to hearing that song last week. And then obviously mm. he passed, like, two days ago. And it's mad the way they hear it. Raw, like. Yeah, uh, spooky times, man. But yeah, like in terms of just like the whole versus thing, like what has probably been your favorite of the verses? Or we're not even gonna just do the versus thing because obviously closer to home we've had the NS ten v tens, which have obviously had the the timelines. Proud of them. From uh, from um from a versus perspective, honestly, it was Erica and Joel because. One, the vibes and energy that they brought, but also the fact that there were no sound issues. None. Every other battle we've seen has had sound issues, whether major or minor. It didn't even cut off after an hour. No. When she, when Jill was like, I was like, we've been what? <laughs> I clocked that as well. I clocked that as well. I was like, I've been on the phone for two hours and like, they, you haven't had to come in and go out. I just Basically, literally left my um, phone on. Versus have a deal with Instagram, which is why on each video, um, they asked them to pin versus. Okay. So apparently, I was reading some article about. It. Apparently, that if that's in the live description, they know not to cut it off and they will la- allow it to run because obviously it benefits them to have hundreds Ooh. of thousands or millions of people on one continuous stream for two, three hours rather than it dropping off and then some people not getting back in and etc. etc. Yeah. You know what is interesting to me before we get into like the specifics about the battles in terms of how Instagram haven't managed to capitalize of turning live into like 
more advertising it's like another way of grabbing of like for me you've got like obviously you saw Tory Lanez he had 300,000 mm-hmm. Snitch Boy had 2 million yeah, and then obviously last night I think they hit seven seven hundred thousand at one. Seven, point. Yeah, seven hundred fifty thousand at one point. I'm sure that's not how they calculate the numbers because with Teddy and Babyface they were like, it's like oh, four million, isn't it? Four million, but it never hit a million in the live. Yeah. So I reckon they do a total of like maybe unique viewers at the end of a thing. So we might see the numbers with more because Jill and Erica were hitting four hundred thousand plus before anybody was even there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a damn song. Like, I was, <laughs> the whole build up to it as well. We, we were so like, invested. Yeah, we were definitely invested. Listen, I said the head wraps were pre-ironed and rolled out. <laughs> Jill bounced and left us, and we were still there. Like, yeah, she was turned into a family and just left the spoken word. And I was like, all right, that is. Um, yeah. So actually, there's no signal. Like you're saying, um, so these guys, it's the same people that did recess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously, well, radio, yeah. yeah, I know there's other people involved and stuff, but online mm-hmm. radio station and it's another thing where like black Twitter is just popping and that's the reality of it. Obviously, other people can listen and pay attention or involved and stuff, but that's where it's like, you know, that's where it's aimed at and that's where it's originated from. And it started, I don't even know how long it started. Initially, to be honest, I wasn't even paying attention. I remember the radio station, I only heard of it because um, Tony Supreme, who we've talked about getting on the show as well, actually. Um, I was listening to Ralph Tresvant and I posted it on Twitter. And he was like, oh, I'm playing now on this station. Like, I think it will be up your street. So obviously I tuned in and I heard like their new edition and Babyface and stuff like that. We were out on my street. And that was when I heard of it. And then after that, it was like, oh, NS 10v10. And I started seeing the, the flyer thing. I was like, all right, cool. Well, I'm not necessarily invested. And then um, I started listening to the clashes. And I was like, this is sick. It's a great concept in terms of you just it's looking. Obviously, we've had like the lives and obviously the technical issue issues with the live. But obviously, mm-hmm. it's interesting getting a fan's perspective of Apart from the annoying fact that a lot of these fans ain't really qualified. Like, you know what it says in, obviously, like, every, like not every DJ is a selector, right? Uh-huh. Like, you have people that are radio DJs that obviously don't really have much control over what they play on the radio. And then you have, like, sound clash DJs or actual DJs that know how to oh, move. Like the studio just came back to my house. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, know how to move with the... Um, that for instance, you might not get the best response in it, but as a DJ, you gotta be intuitive and know what the crowd kind of wants. Whereas mm-hmm. with this, it's just a different spin because obviously you might have your favorite. For instance, the Usher versus Chris Brown one. Like my Usher playlist is totally different to someone else's Usher playlist, but yeah. you still yeah. gotta put a representation of what the people are you feel are gonna wanna hear. Exactly. Really. So that's and why it's interesting. I would say like Obviously, it's so easy for us to even say, oh, you know, why did you choose that? And, why did you... and I was just thinking, it must be so hard because I know that my turn and your turn ain't the same. Your turn and your turn ain't the same. Our turn and that next person's turn ain't the mm-hmm. same. Literally trying to think of their biggest track rather than your personal favourites, you know, or even what you think is the best. Yeah. So what are the people collectively going to like? What was cute for me the other day is when the girl during the little Wayne and um, Rick Ross battle, she was like, yeah, I was in year six. <laughs> 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 Matt, 
I was like, that was like the other day. Like, <laughs> I was a full blown on, 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 like, out here, out here. And you was in year six. But yeah, obviously, you got a younger, like, it's like, for me, in terms of that, that's something that can translate into, like, other areas. For instance, like, we haven't had a Red Bull culture clash for the last couple of summers. Yeah. Outside eventually does open. Maybe that's something that they could take to a live setting. So, I reckon like, so. I would, I would, I wouldn't mind going to hear ten of my, like, not just ten v ten. Obviously, they yeah, play some. Party and yeah, but I wouldn't mind going to see that live, like, and interacting with other people, like how you would on the timeline in person. That would actually be a vibe. Yeah, I think one thing for me. Maybe we shouldn't just talk about these ideas and you know keep some of them in the stash and. Um, one thing I wanted to say was that with the whole DJ perspective thing, it's like having DJed for a particular type of crowd myself, myself being, mm-hmm. if I'm honest, aunties and uncles, you know, 40 plus, like with them, it's like you play one wrong tune. It's a wrap. <laughs> on your neck. And I feel like apart from, so maybe Chris Brown had more of the younger crowd of, you know, the stuff that of his that were hits, but if we're being honest, it's a lot of popcorn music, like microwave music. Um, I think people have just got to try and zone in and just be like, okay, this is what's good. This is Usher's bangers, or this is Chris Brown's bangers, or whatever. And that's what it is, because it's hit for hit. It's hit for hit. Yeah, man. And I, I feel people get swayed by the crowd too much and stuff. And I think, like us, for example, we might hear a certain Chris Brown song and be like, okay, if I was playing Usher, I'm going to play this. And that's going to slap down that specific song. Specific like, song, yeah. It's like, if Chris Brown plays um, um, These Holes Ain't Lows, technically, there's two bags you should go to, in it? Either yeah, or you don't have to call, in it? But, like, how do you play it, in it? Do you want to lose one of your definitely certain tracks? Yeah, you don't want to lose a hit too early, is it? Like, yeah. And this is the thing. And you know what it is? Because they've got a pre-select, that means you can't even necessarily moment you've mm-hmm. got had those prepared so that means you've got to know both catalogs know what sort of things are going to be played yeah and okay when you play that i'm gonna play this do you yep. get me? like it's proper hard like when i was thinking about it, i was like at night it's hard it's I so think I, could, I was someone suggested yeah that um that um i should do jodeci versus drew hill i reckon i could i could i could steer drew hill to victory against jodeci still you think you could steer Drew Hill against Jodeci? I think I could. Considering I how you could. talk about Jodeci. No, Jodeci are the guys, yeah, but I don't try, like, I think I could, I could be entrusted with Drew Hill to, to put a good representation of Drew Hill. Realistically, it's not really a battle, innit? Like, Jodeci nah. should smoke them. But I reckon I could give a solid 10 Drew Hill songs. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, um, just how, how do you feel, like, obviously, with outside looking like it's never going to be open again, like, in terms of, like, the overall complexion from a music release perspective, like, obviously, Tory kind of tricked trick the system. Like, how do you see this maybe three to six months down the line having an effect where artists can't necessarily go on tour? Do you see them doing more online stunts or... Like you live, know what? a concert <laughs> live and stuff like that where you got a cash app. Well, they're gonna have to already because they're, they're, even when you were looking at Erica oh. yesterday saying that's what she does, that's how she makes her money, she tours. Mm-hmm. 
thinking you don't know how long it's going to be until one you can tour two even when they are letting concerts and stuff happen it's gonna have to be smaller mm. it's gonna have to be a lot smaller do you yeah. know what I mean? so people are not going to be making their money so they're gonna have to resort to online online stuff they have to yeah how much would you have cash at jill scott and, and erica last night shakira oh last night they would have got <laughs> They would have got all my buddies. <laughs> they just had a quick 50 pink <laughs> note over there. Like, I love that, man. I think for me, it's <laughs> Listen, my sofa is a, yeah. a lot more comfortable than a lot of them venues. So. Trust me, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think concerts will happen until like some point next year, realistically. Mm. And even then, it depends on obviously how this all goes. There won't be any vaccine anytime soon. Um, well, I'll pray on it, man. It's unlikely. No, but I'm just saying from a realist perspective, vaccines take a long time. So even if they manage to figure this out and get it all rushed, you know, there's a chance maybe by early next year that, you know, something will be available, like, as in a real vaccine. But, um, yeah, for musicians, artists, I've seen a lot of innovation from people. Um, you know, Spotify have stepped up a little bit. And I say a little bit because I feel like they should be paying artists more anyway. But yeah. with a donation... Um, thing on on their platform which will let you donate to people's PayPal and they're actually matching the donations which is not something I thought in the beginning but then when I actually read through the whole statement it said when they don't when you donate we'll match it so you know oh, it's given, that's a nice sentiment yeah it's, it's giving people an opportunity uh, Bandcamp have waived their fees two or three times since this started so 100% of the money goes to the artist and label or what, you know whatever the situation is um, we've seen online concerts and, you know, Tory Lanez is getting people paying him. Um, I've seen Barney Artist, um, another UK rapper, uh, works with that like, Tom Mish, Alpha Mist and MV and all of that. He made a mixtape in a week in his house and recorded, mixed and mastered it by himself and then stuck it on Bandcamp and has only put it up for three days. Um, you know, I've seen like a lot of... Milo's been doing her thing each day. Her freestyle. Lila's been doing her freestyles every day. Yes, yes, every day. I think she's missed one, and that was when she said she had a really bad migraine, and that was it. It's twenty five on job, yeah, bro. Twenty days. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like in terms of like, if any time, I know outside looks a bad, gloomy, and that, but like you should, like it's the perfect time to create in a sense. Like even like yourselves, you like you've been studying. Shakira's been studying as well. Just like learning new skills or taking yeah, out a language. It's the perfect time because realistically, what else are you going to do in it? Like right. me, I've been out here, innit? Like I ain't had the opportunity or the fortune to sit on my bum for as long as I would have liked. But like if you're at home and like you can set aside an hour or two every day to kind of like get your creative juices flowing, it's obviously a bit of a distraction from the, the, the despair. Yeah, man. When I'm done with my exams and stuff coming up, I've got like a whole training plan with work, which is part of my furlough agreement, which is fine because it means I can get extra money in the meantime. Mm. But um, like, I want to start learning the keys again. Like I've got a keyboard literally sitting in my airing cupboard. That's just, I can hear it whispering to me now. Like, whispering, isn't it? I yeah, ordered man. it. Play me. Play me. I'm just, I'm just waiting for it to be delivered. I don't be tapping on that motherfucker till the cows come home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need to find my producer name, Ash. Yeah, go for it, man. You got the ear. Yeah, you see me chopping up some samples in in in, in the. In the Do it, man. I think you'd be good. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to some stuff. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Did you go and reach for that, or did you have it on tap? No, I had it. I got it earlier. <laughs> you couldn't see it properly when I had the virtual background then. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, projects. Let's go backwards, isn't it? Like, obviously, what's more? I've sweet. listened to nothing. I was kind of like you. There was like a six-week period where, obviously, I had a, like a complete music blackout. But the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to get my my ears back in tune with what's going on. So, first of all, um, Kalani or Kalani's album was... You didn't like it? It was all right. I just felt like a lot of it was just going through the motions. Motions. Yeah. Do you know what I will say about it is, yeah, like, she's got a very distinctive, like, when she's, like, for instance, I'm going to look at that. There's a couple songs on there that I feel like when she does that, she does it exceptionally well. I really liked Everybody Business. Everybody Business, Serial Lover, I really liked. Um, I don't know. I just felt like considering her whole breakup and everything, that we should have got. You wanted real emotions, huh? Yeah, I wanted some painful feeling music I don't feel I feel like although she does talk about that kind of stuff in her music I don't like feel it like it doesn't you know what I will say about Kalani do you know like, what do you know what's really funny is I love Lani I absolutely love her but I get what you mean yeah, as in she doesn't make bad music no. no she makes good music and it might even be good music about emotions but it doesn't transfer to you do you know what I mean? Like, Do you know what the fun I was just about to say, yeah, sorry to cut you. Like, in terms of, like, you see where she does the whole, she's not, she's, like, sexually ambiguous, yeah? It's like some of her content. <laughs> Why are you raising your eyes? <laughs> keep going, keep going. Like, some of her, like, content where it's, like, she'll dip, like, a couple of the songs on the thing, it's, like, doesn't feel like you're, she's speaking to me if that makes sense. Mm. So, like, you know where that whole idea of, like, in regards to R&B songs, it feels like the artist is connecting specifically with you, but whenever she, like, I'm not adverse to it, like, the F, F and MU song, like, it's a dope song, in it? But it just doesn't resonate with me the same, if, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, I feel she could have dug a little deeper but it's the same thing with like Janae like I feel they're all kind of in that same little basket where it's just like, level, man. it's so, like I don't feel they're digging to the real depths of their artistry and maybe it's us kind of asking them for a little bit too much but I do feel like in terms of like not even the songwriting because it's their solid songs like I don't think that I don't even think it's about digging deeper I think it's just really, really difficult to give you an album of that. To make, yeah, to give you a solid piece of work where literally I can, I make you feel what I'm feeling. Like, yeah. that's a hard thing to do as an artist. Absolutely. That is hard, and I think that's all it is. I think they don't have that quality, and it's not a slight on them. Mm-mm. It's just something that they don't have. Like, Mary J can make me mad at a man I don't have. Do you know what I mean? She's the queen. Like, <laughs> I can be crying my eyes out over something. So, Do it again. I said the queen of hip-hop and soul. 
I'm saying. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I think it's so hard to do, but because of the way that we feel about music, because of our passion for music, we feel like if we can't feel your passion, we can't connect in the same way. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it does make sense. How, how are we looking for time, Riz? We've got about 12 minutes left. All right, cool. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we didn't get cut. Like, we talk weeks. too much. Since we're on the same vibe, obviously, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to... Um... Oh, fuck. You're going to talk about Alina Barras? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's what you next. I liked it a lot. Like, in terms of it's the same vein and it was samey, but it's just something that you can put on and you don't necessarily need to that interfere with the doubt like it's just good I, I get what you mean but my problem with it which i haven't revisited it since but my problem with it was like three or four songs would go by and i'd be like has the song oh, changed they, they were different songs yeah but that's because the transitions like in terms of if you actually go back and you listen to it and you're cognizant of like her transitions between songs were kind of linked so that's why you kind of thought that there was the same song. No, I get that, but I just found some of it boring. Like the rest, like I don't, I don't, I don't even want to shit on it because it's not shitting on it. It's not that kind of project. I think it's still a good project, and the stuff that's good in it is really, really good, and it did catch me. But then the other stuff was kind of like, ah, oh, this is cool. Like kind of like you know, you like Janae did with her last project, like, and that's where I was kind of like. I need to revisit, to be totally honest. I, I need to have a proper listen to it again. But there's some bangers on there for sure. For sure. Um, Kali Yushis put out an EP that I enjoyed. It was quirky. I have not listened yet. I do like her. I'm it's only not, four songs. I'm not entirely... I can't say I'm a huge fan, but I like I, I like her stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got like the third track on there. I want more. I like that a lot. Um, it's cool. um, on a rap tip there's a couple to check out uh, shouts to K9 friend of the show he mm-hmm. drops his project Hot Garbage and it's very 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 good um, I think he's got a good blend of MCs on there um, some of the artists that he was telling us about um, before when he came on the show um, Beats are tough the, the guests came hard on it and yeah like very dope project I would suggest people listen to especially if you're in that kind of Hip hop sample bag at the minute, which a lot of people are doing. Um, yeah, and big shouts also to Ransom, Ransom mm-hmm. and Nicholas Craven. So Ransom's done a four-part EP series with Nicholas Craven, and mm-hmm. it's like I can't say he's found a new pocket because Ransom's always in the pocket. The pocket. Right? But what he's done on these last two projects, so it's a director's cut, scene one and two, like. He is not missing a beat like anywhere. There's no spare room to that he could have rhymed on, and it doesn't sound like he's over rapping at all. It doesn't sound like he's boring you. Like he's just got bars after bars after bars, and it sounds refreshing. I mean, there's one track I'm still waiting for, which was from an Insta snippet, and I'm hoping that's in the next two EPs. <laughs> but um, yeah, big shouts to Ransom, man. Like he's been incredibly consistent over the last I don't even know how many years now there's projects that people didn't even really check for I think it was one percent and I think history of violence in between some of the other stuff that were really dope as well and he's been rapping like this but he just hasn't been rapping over beats 
like this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, shouts to him. Griselda. Do 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 do. <laughs> West Side Gun, man. Pray for Paris. I thought it was sick. Do you know what it is, yeah? Um, I'm still like very much annoyed by him as an individual artist. But he puts, <laughs> he, he, puts, he puts together really good projects. Yeah. Like, as much as I don't like him, like, and his voice is whiny as fuck, and I think that some of the beats that he gets, he should... Like, give them to his cousin. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, what is he doing on Versace? Like, leave it alone. Like, just give it to someone that's gonna do it justice. Like. But I did like it. Like, it's something that, I, like, out of like a lot of his projects, I don't ever end up going back to them. I've found myself kind of like going back to this one. Even I've listened to it a lot. Um, and something track, love that. Yeah, yeah. I, to be honest, I like the whole project, but the tracks, my favourites are, no coincidence, the tracks with Benny and Conway. Mm-hmm. Um, French Toast, I love, with Joyce Rass. Um, yeah, I just, I like, hey, she's been bubbling for a long time, man. She, mm. needs to, she needs to hit us with a project. In fact, she yeah. had a very, very dope single drop recently. Do you want to hear some more dope singles? Once you're finished, obviously. Yeah, um, no, I was just going. I was going off on a tangent there, but Westside's album is dope. And on a side note to that, uh, Conway's album with Alchemist Lulu was Lulu was pretty good as well. Probably not as good as I expected, but it was still dope. Christian Dior, Dior, Billy Jean, Billy Jean. No, that's a banger. Um, I, I actually love it, and I can't even fan. explain to you why I love it, but I do. <laughs> this is what it's about. That Griselda. This is the one. You have so That's that. I can't even say that's what I've been on, but when it came out, I was on it. <laughs> like, you know who else? <laughs> Put out a project that I really liked. Um, T T E D Ness. Yeah, April Showers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. There's a few cuts on there that I, I, I saved to my playlist. Like a little further from home. Um, I don't know if I played it as a um a breaks picker a while back, but there's an artist by the name of Jay Howell. Um. He had a, um, a project last year that was really dope, but he's just released two singles in the last couple months. Um, My Everything, which is like a live instrumentation type of vibe. Amazing. And then um, he's got another single that's come out since then as well called Love You in the Morning. Um, There's another young lady who i come across kind of recently as well. She's from South London. Her name is Tiana Blake. She's actually like written for a lot of people behind the scenes as well. So yeah, shouts to her. Um, on the rap tip, it was nice to see Rams make a return. Um, I liked his song, Brixton to Oxford. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I didn't think he had that in him. No, I didn't. Listen. No, he could rap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rams. 
I didn't know he could rap like that still. Honestly, I had to give him the biggest round of applause. I was just like, swear down, you had this in you. Yeah, man, did barking, had the suicide attempt, got bullied on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and came back to that. I was like, um, He came back like, yeah, swear down, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you said now, yeah? I've been banging the Maya single as well. Yeah, shout out to Binkon Production then. In fact, uh, how long we got? We've got like two minutes or something. Four minutes, four minutes. All right, cool. Um, Chucky was on there as well with some some chords. Yeah. Um, the reason I wanted to pick up Bink is the other night um, when, as per usual, when I should be sleeping, somebody's going live that I'm interested in. Um, so Bink was live with somebody else in the industry and just talking about, you know, shit in general. So people were popping questions. So I said what would you do differently in regards to the whole Rockefeller thing? And he said he would have punched Just Blaze in his face from the beginning. Wow. <laughs> because he said that disrespect clear and he even said his peoples punched up Just Blaze when they caught him, like, around that time. When you say disrespect, what, because he bit his style or...? Yeah, he bit his style, he pulled him up about it and was just like... And it continued. Like, realistically, although Just Blaze has developed and changed his style and gone on to do his own thing, his immediate stuff was big. Whether it's the soul samples or whether it's the stuff that was more like uh, him, her, and those kind of beats that weren't heavily sample-based, it, you know, it was from Bink. And I'll be honest, for a long time, I thought Bink was just being a bit of hater. But when I was listening to him, like, I was like, okay, this guy has really been through it. I, I said to him, what was the last step with the Rockefeller thing? And he said, just Blaze and the Blazettes. He said, that was it for me. <laughs> that, that was it. He was like, I've been giving you all of this for however long, and there's more stuff that you haven't put out. And he mentioned a few interesting points that, like, you know, none of his stuff for Rockefeller was ever a single. It was all okay. out of yeah. Things like that. And he was like, there's no beef with everybody else. But he goes, with him and Jay at the time, it was like, okay, you're going to go here, I'm going to go there, and, you know, I'm going to get my money elsewhere. But, um, yeah, like, he's obviously done other stuff elsewhere. And I, I've always thought that, because he was bitter and a hater, that that's why we haven't got to hear as much of his catalogue as maybe we could have. Mm. But listening to what he was talking about and listening to the beats he was playing, she was hard. Like, you know, Jazzy Faye was going to him, look, you need to put out a project. And like Russ, there was an unreleased Rush track that should have been on Rather You Than Me. We didn't get it. Fire, fire, fire. Like, we've got less than a minute left, so um, just a quick wrap up. Um, obviously, it was nice seeing you guys' faces. Um, <laughs> hopefully, we can lock in like on a regular until the studio and stuff opens back up. But yeah, um, hashtag Beach Rounds Life Pod. Um, this will probably be up tomorrow so yeah look out for that why you got um, a busy day <laughs> huh? I said why you got a busy day Ed. yeah I know innit but yeah um, that's kind of it from us alright uh, then peace, peace.